It is November 15th, around 7 o'clock, and this is the second episode of what we are now calling Six Beers Deep with Chris Link and Philip Foreman. Philip, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Chris. Um, just getting along. Uh, yeah, uh, living in these times uh, as much as we can do. Uh, last time we had uh, we had discussed whether or not what we were going to name the the podcast, and we decided to reclaim our old name. And if we get big enough, we'll we'll take them on and fight <laughs> fight the good fight. Six spears deep. We come up with it first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ten years ago, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I couldn't. Uh, We've took a little break because we were trying to do this every weekend and I got held up last weekend and we couldn't do it. So I don't even remember what we said in the first one. Did we talk about the original podcast? I think so. Oh, we had to. Um, yeah, because, uh, yeah, we we're, I mean, obviously doing a podcast for the first time. I mean, it was it was 2011. I think it was like March of 2011 because I was on the Facebook page um, and looking at it because I wanted to reclaim that title. And um, I've seen yeah. you change the name to Six Beers Deep Er. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love the fact that we're doing this, man. Um, I really do, and uh, I'm I'm glad to have you here with another episode. Uh, and um, also, uh, I wanted to announce that Jake Questenberry, uh, our very good friend, has uh, spoken of his desire to return to this podcast, but he doesn't have a phone right now, and so. He will be returning shortly, if uh, if you're a if you're a Jake Stan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hey, he'll get he'll get there one day. He'll get caught up. Yeah. Well, he he maybe he'll buy a microphone for his computer first. I don't know. That's uh, doubtful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I I love Jake very much, and um, I hope he comes back, man. Yeah, like I do. Me too. me too. One of the founding fathers, the brainchild. Uh, nobody. I mean, if this is outside of our circle, nobody knows who we're talking about. But uh, you'll be surprised if it happens theoretically. Yeah, he's. Um, He's a good, he's a good dude. And, um, all right. Uh, so let's was, get on to what's going it, on in the world, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that, um, I know at last time we, we said, we started off saying that we wouldn't talk about any politics. And then we proceeded to talk about politics for about an hour in a half of the hour and 45 minute podcast we did. So I think it's worth mentioning that uh, we just had this election that everybody's aware of. And I assume that Biden has won. We'll see about all the lawsuits that, that they'll they'll come from there. But I mean, yeah, it's a new world, Philip. Yeah, I guess uh, we're living in a new world. Um, compared to the last four years, I think these next four years are going to suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 20, 20, 20 <laughs> all over again. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. Um, we're, we're going places, obviously. <laughs> yeah i um uh, that's weird i brought that up like i was gonna have something profound to uh that was more just a statement that the election's over sort of and 
we'll see how things go. Yeah. Um, we were going through what's new earlier, not to make a complete 180. Um, you cut your fingers off. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, I did at work. Um, uh, dumbly, uh, very dumbly. Uh, it's, I don't know if dumbly is a word. Um, but, uh, if dumbly is a word, um, then it's something that I did. Uh, because, well, I, I, I was turning the machine off and, uh, spoke to somebody that I worked with and, uh, reached in, uh, to clear out green peppers. Um, so, so when you say the machine, is this a, uh, this is like a, uh, a, you know, it's a meat slicer, like a big industrial slicer. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's like a meat slicer slash dough mixer, I guess. Like it's, it's like five feet hmm. tall. Like it's huge. It's, it's a big machine. Um, and there's an attachment on top, which you can put uh, a slicer into or a grater or anything like that. It already, it already almost sounds like a knockoff version. Like anytime you get something that does like four different things. Yeah. It's a, it's a meat slicer and also a dough mixer. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it basically is that, um, because, uh, I mean, it does all those things. <laughs> so, and, yeah. So you, you literally like, you basically looked away and then stuck your hand in it. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Uh, after I turned it off though, like I, I, I try to reclaim my idiocy, um, <laughs> by saying that <laughs> I did turn it off. I, I did turn it off. Um, so what the blade, the blade was still running yeah. after you cut it well, off. Well, it's got like, uh, um, yeah, what's it called? Uh, oh, inertia, <laughs> inertia. <laughs> Yeah, science. Yeah, science. Um, It's got that, and the thing kept running, and uh, I reached my hand in, and um, yeah, I cut uh, the tops of my uh, middle finger and ring finger off. Uh, Thing is, they're still longer than. They're still longer than my index finger, my uh, pinky finger. Um, however, uh, they do have knobs on the top of them. Uh, so- I, uh, I, uh, I hope you don't have any kind of PTSD or anything <laughs> about it. When I seen you the other day, I was actually impressed at how good they look after a man cuts his fingers off. I'm like, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they healed up nicely. They look like yeah, it looks like two hot dogs. <laughs> oh, the thing is, I'm going to be very popular with the ladies now. Because um, <laughs> I got these knobs at the end of my fingers. <laughs> you, uh, so, once again, I don't want to bring, bring back any uh, traumatic events. But, I mean, so, when you do that, was there like how much is like literally the tips of your fingers right you're like an inch down or like an inch of your finger right or is it less than that it's less than that um but it was like all of your fingernails right yeah yeah they got my fingernails so, so what were they like it's not worth sewing that back on or you couldn't actually find the tip <laughs> of your fingers uh well um honestly when it happened I didn't think very much had happened. And, like, I, I put my fingers in and I felt like a burn, I guess. And I was like, ow. And um, my, my buddy was standing right next to me. 
and uh, he was like, oh, are you okay? And I didn't say anything. I looked at my my fingertips and I was like, I actually think this is very bad. (laughs) Um, uh, And so when you see stuff like in the movies, it it always makes you think like it's spurting like a stream of blood. It was it like that. I don't remember that at the time, but that happened at the hospital. Um, It happened because uh, my buddy, Steve, uh, he, he, well i was gonna say he sewed it up pretty well but like he he put a very good bandage on my hand and um i was like well thank you and like i uh people thought i was gonna go into shock and i i'm surprised that you didn't i really uh all joking aside that's the next thing i was gonna ask you it's like where did you go into shock because you just cut your fingers off in a meat slicer i didn't think it was that bad honestly which do you mean you didn't realize how bad it was yeah uh what i mean to say uh was like i i didn't i honestly think like when you get a severe injury like the best reaction is to not think it's as bad as it is um, because if you're dealing with something like that, like if you're like, no, I'm gonna die, or something like that, like, uh, well, I, I, I agree with you. I imagine it's easier said than done if you look down and like the tips of your fingers are gone. <laughs> well, like, uh, is I, that see, I, I, I've never put myself in that, uh, I'd never put myself in that uh, position before, and um. I being in that position, I honestly like that there isn't anything like I guess it's just in your brain or something like that. Like there isn't anything like I have to be cool or something like that. Like it's just like, hey, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, and uh, Steve helped me out a lot. Like he's he's a wonderful person, um, and gosh, like uh, when I cut them off, uh, because it's a slicer and a dough mixer, uh, my fingertips were in it in the dough bowl uh, below um, below uh, where I actually cut my fingers off, and so. Yeah, I, I I didn't want to test my luck <laughs> with your uh, with your workplace and make any kind of jokes or nothing. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, like Steve, Steve actually that's a hell of a pizza <laughs> topping. Weren't weren't weren't. But like uh, Steve, Steve actually uh, Steve didn't. I don't think Steve knew at the time because I didn't really know at the time. Uh, but I asked him, like, are my fingertips in that bowl? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. It's not <laughs> yeah, funny. No, it's not, but it is. Um... <laughs> uh, but I asked him, uh, hey, can, uh, can you go, like, gather those for me? Uh, if they are there, like, I... I asked him in a way, like, I was like, I don't know if I cut my fingertips off, um, but if can you go check if they are in that bowl? Like, maybe I can sew them back on. And uh, Is, So, actually, they, they got your hand bandaged up quickly enough and secure enough where you can't really tell the damage. Yeah. Done I, well, um... <laughs> Funny thing is, you sound you 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 sound like you handled it like maybe you were in shock a little bit because it sounded like you were like, <laughs> "Could you please find sir and gather <laughs> up my fingers? They are missing." <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Um, I did try to try, uh, try to drive myself to the hospital. Um, <clears throat> got you, but. Uh, 
Well, uh, at first, it's hard to do after you cut your fingers off. At first, uh, the dishwasher, uh, Eli, he's also another wonderful person. Uh, he he tried to um, he tried to drive me to the hospital, but he has a very clean car, and so I didn't want to get blood all over it. And uh, you were really, really like up, like an outstanding person through all of this. Well, you didn't want to get blown on his car. Yeah. Well, also, like the other thing I was thinking was like the restaurant doesn't have another dishwasher. And so I don't want to take him away from his job. And um, he probably hated that. But uh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, Jesus, man, you are thinking a little bit higher of yourself. No. Um, but. He he didn't he he didn't want to drive me. Well, he did want to drive me, and so uh, I didn't want to go. And, but they said that the owner of the restaurant, Michael, uh, who is a an old family friend, and I love and respect him so much, I probably wouldn't have gotten hired there if it weren't for him. Michael wanted to come um, because, I mean, he cares about the people there and stuff. And, uh, like, also... I I agree with all of what you're saying. He's a nice guy. I know him, too. But, you know, also one of his pulleys just cut his fingers off at work. Yeah. Uh, What a... I'm actually something that DeVos shows up for. Yeah. And, uh... So, like, I, 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 they were like, he wants to come. And I, I was still like, no, I, I, I'm just going to drive myself. And, um, they were like, no, like, there could be liability. Like, if you drive yourself and you pass out from shock or something like that. And, uh, I was like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) And, uh, I uh, I waited for Michael to get there, and um, I love Michael so much. Like, uh, he was there for me. Like, he stayed the entire time in the hospital with me, and um, they, uh, they, they took a lot of so, time. They took a lot of time. <laughs> um, so, did... <clears throat> So did you ever find your fingertips then? I did. Uh, Steve found them for me. He put them on ice, and we brought them to the hospital. Like, we put them, like, in a little ramekin cup, like one of those to-go cups that you put sauces in. Um, And (laughs) uh, they were on ice in there. And then Steve wrapped up a little bag with ice in the bag um, and put the ramekin cup inside of that bag. And, um, you know, that's one of the reasons I love Steve. Like he, uh, he, he, uh, he jumped out in that moment of uncertainty. Like he was, he was a very, a a very lovely person in, in that. Like, um, that's, that, that was very sweet of him. And, uh, he put up with all the blood and shit that uh during the whole uh, experience um yeah he, he he put up with everything like so so when it's all said and done ultimately what how come they didn't sew your fingertips back on uh i received a wound which was like kind of diagonal and not like vertical um so they couldn't physically do it. Yeah. I asked because like when I was in the emergency room, um, I obviously told them that I had my fingertips, um, in a ramekin and, uh, yeah. they, they were like, nah, nah. And I was like, is this just because this hospital sucks or is it because <laughs> of the fact that they can't do it? But, like, I spoke to the 
uh, orthopedist. Come on, it's, it's Friday. Say your clock. Yeah. We got shit to do. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, honestly, though, I mean, they, they they put me on like a a drip of like fentanyl, like when I got there, and uh, so they actually it was legit yeah. fentanyl. Damn. Yeah. When I got there. Were you in a lot of pain? Not really, uh, but they assumed I was, I think, because it looked like that. Like, maybe I was in shock. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I swear, to you, it sounds like you were in shock almost. You may have not been, but it sounds like you were in shock. Yeah. Didn't seem like that big a deal when you were like, nah, let's not, you know, I don't want to take a dishwasher and I don't want to put y'all out. Meanwhile, you cut your fingers off. Well, I I never really want to put people out. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's who I've been all my life. And, like, I honestly, like, when I, I... Well, now, I agree with you, man. But, like, it seems like that's your moment to shine. You get to be selfish a little bit if you cut your fingers off. Well, <laughs> at the time... <laughs> I don't think I really realized how bad it was. Uh, when I say to you, like, it didn't really hurt that much, it didn't. Um, yeah, it's a sharp meat yeah. <laughs> The thing is, like, when Michael was driving me to the hospital, he was like, yeah, hey, just sharpened that thing. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I imagine... That's probably best case scenario, though. But they, they cleanly cut your fingers off instead of fucking mashed your yeah. hand. Little ass blade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I gotta ask: so is that your right or your left hand? It's my man? right. And I'm right-handed. Right. A lot of people ask that. Like it's yeah, yeah I'm right-handed. Thing is. Well, the the first thing I think of is because I worry about my hands a lot where I play guitar yeah. so much. But luckily, your your left hand is your cordon hand. So no, I mean, I, I, I'm right handed. I I I think I said that. <laughs> yeah, you said that, but I mean, <clears throat> yeah. right hand is you strum with your yeah. right hand and chord with your left hand. I don't take it that you've tried to play guitar since you cut your fingers uh, off. No, uh, actually, uh, thing is, like, it's it, it's funny that you bring that up because um, I was just like learning how to finger pick. Uh, That's such yeah. a bummer, dude. And um, I'd learned how to play Blackbird, like by the Beatles. Like that was the first song that I picked. And um, uh, I mean, I can still do it with two fingers. Uh, thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, one thing, uh, uh, you reminded me of is like after this happened, I don't know, like, I just I read Wikipedia a lot, and um, like, I was reading about uh, Black Sabbath's guitarist, it's uh, Tommy Iommi, I believe, yeah, um, but. He lost the same two fingertips at basically the same place that I did. Um, and he did that at 17 in an industrial accent or accident. He, he was working in a, in a, in a factory and he, uh, he lost those two fingertips, same ones. It's, it's fairly, it's fairly common. Uh, Especially a lot of like, uh, I can't remember the name of the bluegrass band, dude. They're fairly, fairly recognized, but their banjo player, he doesn't have any of his hand, just the thumb when he plays uh, like a lost banjo with it. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Billy Joe Shaver, who we just lost, yeah. RIP. Uh, he had the same two fingers as you cut off, basically, you know, down past his first yeah. knuckle. So, <clears throat> but what I'm saying is you could be yeah. all right. I think so. 
I, I, I hope so. I hope so very much. Or, you know, if you're self-conscious, you can probably get some yeah, prosthetics. Exactly. Uh, Michael's son, uh, Nick, was actually uh, telling me in the restaurant, like, he saw this documentary about a person that, like, had an injury like mine who regrew their finger, uh, fingernails through, like, pig prosthetics. And... That's <laughs> Uh, pig like DNA, not prosthetics, but like, um, yeah, like I, I think that that's a rich I, uh, person thing to do. But uh, I would, yeah, dude. I mean, you fucking with science, you don't need to grow a pig hoof on your hand. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I mean, I not to make light of it, dude. You know, it just makes for good conversation. But I was being serious when I told you. I was like, it doesn't look that bad. I was surprised at how good it did yeah. look. I mean, you look like every other person in this county. Yeah. Cut their fa- fingers off yeah. with a chop saw or something. Yeah, I I do want to say though, you look uh, like if anybody. You look like all all the when I was in church when I was a little kid, like all of the preachers there, they were all missing their fingers. I don't know why. <laughs> Ruffian like depression dudes, they were all missing like at least one or two fingers. And you used to scare the shit out of me when I was in church when I was younger, like but they, oh, yeah. not because they didn't have they're just like a hardcore yelling old yeah. Baptist preachers. I mean, yeah, I mean that leads into what I was going to just say next. Uh, for anybody that goes to Mickey G's, I do wear a glove on my hand. If uh, if uh, you are grossed out by the fact that somebody is missing fingers, uh, it's all healed up now. I'm just saying. Uh, if you are grossed out by that, uh, please, please, uh, please don't be. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't like, yeah, I wasn't even gonna say where you were, yeah. man. You just beef that out. Nobody cares. Nah, nobody's listening to this. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, uh, well, I'm sorry that happened. I wish you a speedy recovery, which it seemed like it was quite speedy. So, uh, not to I'll I'll change the subject before I get too graphic into it. So I imagine the bottom line is, what do they do? They like like cauterize the ends of your finger. Well, uh, when I was in the hospital, it was mostly like uh, in the emergency room. It was mostly about stopping the bleeding uh, because the ER yeah. doctor wasn't a hand specialist. So like he he wasn't about to like repair the root the wounds or anything like that like that's who I would tell you it sounded like I don't know they they were just more irritated <laughs> with you and they were like well, you don't fingertips you don't need them yeah well he didn't try to put them on uh, he looked like a young guy like he looked about my age um so like uh. I didn't really expect them to do like much of that. Uh, <laughs> Ham doctor, he'll yeah, be well, in Well, that's Monday. literally like what he said. Like that's what happened. Um, <laughs> they were <laughs> like, uh, "Well, he was calling the hand. He was calling the oncologist, um, and yeah. uh, he he was actually debating on <laughs> with him like about what to do." And he was describing the wound, like he took pictures of it and everything. He was describing it to him, and he was just like, "Ah, <laughs> I'll, I'll be in on like Monday." That's like I saw him like five days later. It happened on a Thursday. I think I went for my appointment on the Monday or Tuesday next week. That, that sucks, dude. I mean, it's hard to sympathize with a doctor i mean i understand both sides because i do heating and air work and i'm on call and i get calls where you know people are warm or cold and i'm like oh man it's like late at night can't can't we yeah. just put it off till monday it's hard to sympathize when you know you cut your fingers off and it's just funny to, <laughs> to be like man 
Well, yeah, I mean, I I just lost my fingertips. Like, I, you know, like, it's not like I lost my whole <laughs> hand or something like that. Like, I... We have a <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> unless it ha- I mean, unless it happens all the time. <laughs> That's what I imagined it did. Like, I, I thought, like... I mean, it has to for a hand doctor, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> well, that's true. That's his bread and butter. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, that's. But not on the not yeah. on the weekend. I mean, my mom and my stepdad they they both been like, "Hey, you should have sued them," and like, like, dude, like, you you can't do that much. Like, I. I I know my wound was bad. Like, I saw my own wound. And, like, it wasn't, like, the type of thing where you just, like, you know, you cut your fingers off. Like, I I was often reminded of, like, John Wayne Bobbitt. Like, that guy that cut his dick off. Or, no, his wife cut his dick off. His yeah. wife, yeah. I was like, his wife cut it off in, like, a, a straight swipe. Um... But, like, my, my fingers were, like, kind of mangled. Like, uh, it, I'm, yeah. That's rough. And, yeah. like, I, I, I really don't think they could reattach them. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe the hospital just sucks. Um, but. Well, it sounded like, it sounded like you really inconvenienced <laughs> the ham doctor <laughs> yeah. on his weekend. Uh, <laughs> but. The only thing it could have made that better is he if he just <laughs> didn't answer and they come back like I don't know, he's not answering. <laughs> uh, but that's I mean honestly, like that's what I assume like those wait times were for in the hospital, like the ER doctor calling him and not getting an answer. Like uh <laughs> come on man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just watch that wait time get longer. Uh, but no, like I like my hand doctor. He's a he's a he's a sweet dude. Uh, I, I mean, like <laughs> okay. honestly, like I asked the same question. Um, when I met him the first time, I was like, "Is there a chance they could have been sewn back on?" And uh, he was like, well, if you did it on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still have uh, my fingertips in my freezer. Now you haven't gotten rid of those do yet. You? No. <laughs> I, I still do. Yeah. Well, well, you'd probably get rid of them uh, now. I mean, that's a weird thing to get rid of, though. Uh, like, <laughs> it's weird. I mean, what do you do with them? <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I've always been a sentimental person. The, uh, you know, so, well, that's what I was saying, dude. I, I was trying to pay you a compliment. I promise, it really doesn't look that bad. Yeah, hey, I know. I mean, you know, it. Um, like you said, you don't need to go getting prosthetics or what are they? What the other that they fucking cut their toes <laughs> off and sew them to their hands. <laughs> It's way worse. I'm not to making fun of anybody, but like it's way worse. Yeah. You were talking about like it's it's totally obvious when a man has toes on his hands. Yeah. I, I but, yeah, I've seen that before. Like it's uh it's not a good thing to have a toe on it because don't toes stink more? That's what I've always thought. Like, <laughs> I once again, I don't know if that, that science checks out. I think that's just probably the proximity to this stuff in your, your shoes all day. I don't know if you moved it. Your hands just smell like feet. <laughs> no, toes stink more than fingers. <laughs> uh, once again. The science. This is a science podcast. Yeah. We've learned a lot. I mean, you. Anytime <laughs> but, you're talking to somebody, I, you'll learn a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a yeah. direct quote. 
if you're the first person <laughs> to say that, oh, but you you should put that on the <laughs> podcast page. Anytime you talk to someone, you learn a lot. Um. Well, dude, I'm glad you're doing good. I'm glad it was no more serious than it was, and uh, I'm happy. Yeah. Happy you're all right, dude. I hear your children running in the background. Uh, yeah, you heard their right. mother yelling at them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. How are, how are your kids doing? They're doing good. Everybody's doing good, man. Uh, yeah, everybody's doing good. Yeah. No news is good news. <laughs> Do you have a, a specific yeah, question? Or uh, just like, in general? I mean, my, my basic question is, what's it like to raise kids? Because I don't know. <laughs> well... Well, Jesus, man, that's a like a that's a heavy question. Start. It's it's good. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a learning process, dude. I don't know what to tell you. How you know? It really is a learning process. You learn something each day because I've got. three kids and uh man i don't know what to tell you it really is a just an open-ended it must question. it must I, uh, be a lot like i mean to go from like not having kids to like having three kids yeah it is it, it definitely is man and it's a it's a game changer and a wake-up call because you know i've got two older stepchildren and um i just call them my kids uh, but just for well, the sake of what we're talking about are. i'm just saying um, <laughs> so i come into the picture when uh man they were young because the oldest ones i've been here with chelsea for seven years now and our youngest one is three and I'm afraid to say the other two's age because I am I am a dad and I'm afraid I'll get it wrong and it'll be recorded. <laughs> but I think I think they're yeah. ten and eight. <laughs> but <clears throat> no. Nah. Uh, it's funny. The biggest you know, the biggest thing I, I'm learning right now is I need to uh I need to be careful what I say. The three year old's a sponge. I uh pick on the older two you know just nonsense dad stuff and uh i went to pick carson up which is my youngest from my mom's and she said carson was telling me that you make camden and corbin wear dresses <laughs> and eat out of the trash that's <laughs> yeah no not at all i was like that's just some stuff that i was, I was just <laughs> teasing them and like <laughs> I don't need him going to school and telling people <laughs> stuff like that. Uh-huh. But I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm learning something. You just kind of do the best you can and you, you make mistakes. But I mean, dude, it's super, super rewarding. I don't need to get too sentimental, man, but there's, there's nothing like it. I know it's cliche when people say it's, it's hard to explain until you, do it yourself but it, it really is man it's hard to put it into words yeah um just you know have somebody run and hug you when you get home from work because they're so damn excited to see you man it's something something wild it changes your perspective it's so sweet <laughs> no. thanks man sorry did i say that out wild <laughs> that's just what i was thinking no um <laughs> nah, but it, you know it's a struggle, especially in today's time with the online schooling and this and that. But we'll get there, dude. They were talking about—I don't know if you've seen it there. We were talking about it earlier. They're actually starting to, you know, up some of the restrictions uh, going in. They went into effect today, actually, where. They're dwindling public gatherings back down to 10 people and anybody over five's got to wear a mask now. Yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I had heard about that at work. I don't think we spoke about it, but, um, yeah, 
I I don't know. Like, I don't go out very much, so I I don't see very much of it either way. Like, uh, when I got my second DUI, I uh, was mostly at home and have have been mostly at home after that. Um, That's just something that happens, I guess. Yeah. What meaning specifically? What with getting DUIs, or you mean no? When you get a DUI and you have to be at home. Um, (laughs) uh, But also both of those, yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I just simply meant it's uh. It's specifically difficult to have kids right now, dude. And I'm, I, you know, it's, it's weird. The mass thing. Once again, I'm not going to take a turn back into political, but I'll just tell you, man, it's super disheartening to see like, you know, a five-year-old and even my three-year-old, we've had to put a mask on him and it, it there's something is, it's just sad to see, dude, like a damn three-year-old having yeah. to wear a mask. Like it's almost like, taking innocence away it's a bummer yeah. dude. it hurts your heart so i'm like hopefully we can <clears throat> get back to it one well, day i don't know man i mean this is gonna change a lot i think but i think we'll get back to that like i i really think though like going forward we're going to go, we're going to have like a lot of people in public wearing masks like whether or not you have yeah to. Well, I, I know um, like some of the yeah. Asian cultures do it yeah. now already. And I, I get where you're coming from, man. It's just, you're right. It, it'll change everything yeah. from now on. I just hate to see, you know, I hate to see the kids grow up in a, a world like this. It's That's, just a bummer, I man. I understand that completely. Like, uh, God, I hate. Like, I've thought, like, mostly about, like, uh, you mentioned, my children going to school and how you can't go. Because, like, I was homeschooled from fourth to tenth grade. And, like, not going to school, I think, had a a very big effect on me. Um, Yeah. I I imagine so. Like, half a... Do you just mean, you mean specifically, like, being behind yeah. with social interactions yeah. and things? Um, yeah. Like, not going to school. Like, half the time, like, I was just on the internet. And the other half the time, I was hoping to, like, meet a child. Like, my age. Like, meet another kid. Um, who I could, like... Yeah, I... I, I... I like how you saved yourself there. You just said you spent all your time on the internet <laughs> trying to meet a child. Yeah. A, a child your age. Yeah. I follow you, dude. Uh, but, like, yeah. I mean, like, half the time I was on the internet, half the time I, I was wanting to meet a child <laughs> again. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, yeah, I mean it's. It... So how how old were you, man, when you were home? You said up until fourth grade. Uh, you from were fourth to tenth grade, I was. When um, I don't know that that's bizarre. I don't know that we've ever talked about. Is that right around the time I met you? And I don't even think we really started getting to know each other until you know I was yeah. about to graduate or somewhere yeah. in that time. Uh, right? Well. I, I I'm from Kentucky, and so like I lived with I, I lived That's with right. my father That's there right. until I was 14 here, um, and uh, came here when I was 14. I still wasn't in public school, um, and uh, I came here because my mother had always wanting, uh, had always been wanting to get me, and um, she lived here. Like she is basically from here. Like she originally from Massachusetts, but like uh, you know, she grew up here, and um, she moved back here after my father and my mother's marriage failed, and um, 
yeah like uh, she was living here for a while and like she wanted uh wanted me like she always she always wanted to have me here and um i mean that's just because she's a good mother and uh i mean i mean that's what anybody of course man and um but yeah go ahead sorry no, no, that's it. I just, that's all. I knew that you were from Kentucky, man. And I guess, you know, we've known each other for so long. You just kind of forget about stuff like that. It's not like we talk about it all the time. Yeah. I absolutely knew that. And I don't remember. So you didn't come into school right. until you yeah. were 10th well, like grade. I, I came into school here for the first time um, uh, since fourth grade, uh, at least. And, um, <laughs> It was good. Like I, I loved it a lot. Like I, I love the people here. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's weird. Like I, I've thought about like growing up without school, like so much, like without like being in class w- w- with other with other children. And it, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. <clears throat> Well, like I said, I hope that, uh, and I, and I'm not for certain. It seems like they may, they may very well shut the schools down again before, you know, we get through all this and whether or not that's the right action to take, who knows that's debatable. But the point being, I hope sometime in the future within the next year that they can get back to going because I, I completely agree with you, man, that there's just, uh, I don't know. There's just something that that you're missing, not being in school with kids, like you said, especially like during your formidable years. Yeah. But I will, you know, we got the (laughs) Oculus Rift. Who needs school? We'll get over this soon, too, I think. Like, I just, uh, I love America, man. Like, I, I love America so much. I know, like, that's an ironic statement, but I really do. I I, I love America um, very much. I think that this is a wonderful country, and we're we're, we're going to get over this. We're going to get over this really soon. Yeah, yeah. I hope so, man. I think so. We'll all <laughs> come together and uh, uh, make it through. I mean, we we we've never actually come together anyway. in the past, but it's something we we keep hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 one day. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's that's where we stand, man. I don't know. It's just tough, but we'll get through it. Uh. I was trying to think. There's something else I want to talk to you about. Damn it, dude. Uh, oh, well. Uh, for the lack of there being quiet, I was thinking, do you happen to see the... I'm really thinking that we need to... Uh, we had talked about it before. We need to uh, come up with a uh, our Lumineers Ho oh, Hey yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you remember the you probably don't remember this oh, conversation I, yes of course I do <clears throat> that uh, I was uh, I went on this huge rant because the CMAs were the other day about uh, Kane Brown which I have nothing against Kane Brown I don't know if you read I was bored oh, I don't yeah, know if I you did. read my rant uh, <clears throat> but um I got to thinking about it that I really think that if we what a crazy segue <laughs> from America's No, it's a perfect seg- segue actually pandemic because tragedy. we're moving on. We're we are talking about America again. So <laughs> <laughs> I really think that if we put our heads together <laughs> that we could hit all the beats and like ironically write a good country song. I really, really? think it might be our meal ticket. I put up a lot a lot oh, of it's not just like it. the trucks dogs and shit or is... <laughs> oh. oh no, that's what I mean. The... 
I like how you said the trucks dog. That's probably that's a great idea for one too. Like <laughs> my truck's got a dog. My truck's got a dog in the back. <laughs> my truck's got a dog. The truck. Uh, my dog's truck is bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking brilliant, dude. <laughs> anyway, oh, I don't know. I don't know why. Anyway, I guess I was thinking about the uh, the horrific depression that Who we're in. Kane I don't Brown, know why though? I thought like, about country music, he? but I mean, he is uh, younger than us. <laughs> I would say maybe mid twenties mid mid twenties that uh he was a a YouTube star up. that you know became a huge yeah. country pop sensation. <laughs> cut, a, cut a few songs with Nelly. Because <laughs> that's what country yeah, music stars like the, do the, nowadays. The ride with me remix. Was it was that guy yeah the biggest fucking country song like in the past it might even be forever has yeah, Nelly in it. Like, how is that possible? That oh my god! No, no, I'm talking about the Florida Georgia line. You remember Florida Georgia line's huge hits song? What's it called, man? God. Anyway, it has Nelly in it. It was like it. It ruled both the country charts and the uh, like the pop, yeah. like top forty charts for forever. But God, I wish I could remember that song. But uh, yeah, Florida Georgia Line and Nelly. That up real quick. But also, let's talk about over and over again by Tim McGraw. (laughs) (laughs) With Nelly, (laughs) a good way to rank a country star to whether or not they had Nelly with it. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, over and over uh, again. That was what were what were some uh, of your favorite country songs going up? CD. Yeah, growing up, I don't know. I mean, what what got me into? Uh, believe it or not, and this will give you some insight to to my raising that. Uh, when I what made me want to learn to play guitar is I got a Hank Williams Jr. CD when I was younger, <laughs> well, and I thought good, that was though. the greatest thing. I don't necessarily is politics nowadays, but uh, but uh, that's what got me like, oh, he's an outlaw. He's yeah. singing about outlaw things. But uh, <clears throat> it's weird how that stuff takes a 180 when I was younger. Like that stuff appealed to me a lot, like shooting guns and getting drunk. But like, it's funny that it's been played out to such a cliche and then it's like went full circle and come back around to like bro country. Like where there's about every, I, you know, Non-ironically, every country song's got some kind of reference we to go. Bud Light in a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Also, oh, well, like, uh, in it. when I was growing up, like um, <laughs> my my father was a, a disc jockey, like not a spinning the records disc jockey, but he worked for a radio station, and. Uh, yeah, was he well, no, a not, radio he personality? Was he was younger, um, but not like because uh, what I was gonna bring up is like when I was growing up with him because I was homeschooled from fourth to tenth grade, as I mentioned. Um, I would go to work with him a lot, and we would be in the radio station, and like he he worked for country stations, <laughs> and he hated country so much. Yeah. Yeah, but like I I grew up with country basically because I was always like in those country radio stations and just listening to the music, like uh, T R O U B L E and like uh, just like nineties country basically. Like, is that I think it's Travis 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 Tritt or Joe Diffie? I. 
No. Yeah. Who we just lost, 2020, yeah. COVID. R.I.P. Joe Diffie. <laughs> the original pickup man. That's what... Yeah. Uh, but, like, he hated that shit, and he tried to raise me to hate it, but all that shit was just so catchy. It was so catchy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you can't help it, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't like everybody else that says, so I grew up like in, you know, there's a weird, I forget what it was, dude. It's like 12-ish for me. I don't know why that number, but I guess I was, it was somewhere around that age I started being cognizant of like lyrics and music I was listening to. And that's where I just like started to develop my own taste. Yeah. And I got into outlaw country and you know, is is the internet come around? You're able to like get deep in that well now, where I went on to like Lucero yeah. and Jason Isbell and people like that, like indie country, which is what I like now. But but back then, man, if you, <laughs> I know what you're talking about a lot of it's goofy. It's just, but now that's considered like the classic good country because the stuff is, man, I. I also don't like country, which is odd. People don't that that astonishes people that I hate country music. But I mean, I don't ever listen to the radio, dude. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a parody of itself, and I do get upset. Like I feel strongly about that. For I mean, call it what it is, but it's not country music. <laughs> Goddamn eight oh eights in it. Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, but. I don't know. Like, Old Town Road, man, also was played on I, CMT and stuff, but whatever, man. I, re, I re, That bridges the gap, I guess, but yeah, it's still odd like to call song. that a country uh, song. But, like, I, 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 I don't think it's a country song. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's hard to... Uh, I'm also not negating the quality of it. I actually don't saying, like the song you know, very it's, much. Like it is a good it's song. Hard. It's okay. Um, but like, I mean, honestly, it's just a little bit overplayed. Uh, I seen a, yeah, I seen some kind of interview with Billy Ray Cyrus. Oddly enough, and like that poor that poor dude is delusional. He tried to put out a new a new song. I don't know. Uh, I forget what it was called. It was generic and stupid. It was about. It literally <laughs> was about trucks. I'm just not. I'm not making that up. Trucks, trucks and God. And yeah, in the interview, he was like, "I guess people just don't like you know. They just don't like real country anymore." Like, hey, same person. Like, I, Old Town Road give him a resurgence but it was funny it was just that song though because like the moment that he walked outside of that and tried to do something like nobody cared at all <laughs> like his new cd flopped yeah that, that... man i just it's just crazy to me that like i imagine it's just like well what in the world i don't imagine he's that but just like perplexed Does he still have the beautiful nobody hair a shit about him like i can't remember uh, from the Old Town Road video, like I don't know if he, <laughs> he does, yeah, like well, he just uh, grew the, it the, long, uh, give up for the moment, screw it. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I, 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 that's got to be a like kind of a a weird like father daughter relationship, <laughs> like uh, between uh, uh, Billy Ray and Miley, like. <laughs> I mean, it's a. It yeah. seems to me like a good relationship, but it's just got to kind of be weird, like in a way. <laughs> I imagine it, it's bizarre. So, not to further the situation on <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus, he really is an odd dude. And the reason I say that is because I also seen. <clears throat> I forget the rapper's name. It's some arbitrary rap name. Yeah. Not to belittle it, but it was like another buck, you yeah. know, not like little buck or something another. But apparently, out there in, in the ether, it's called like Achy Breaky Part Two or something like that. It's, it's, 
it's where they took the hook of achy breaky heart and he rapped over it and the video's bizarre it's about aliens being the like him and billy ray's being billy ray was involved in their spaceship with all these like hot lady aliens yeah so that's what i'm saying if you Uh, google the video right now (laughs) uh, there's a there's a uh, there's like this weird three minute documentary before it where it's like the making of it and billy ray he's talking about (laughs) achy breaky heart so pretentiously and it's he's like a lot of people have come to me and they wanted to redo that song but i just i just couldn't it wasn't right and then and like, buck 22 so and so buck come to me i thought well that's <laughs> yeah, exactly now he's like i just knew he was the one that was going to redo this song and i turned it over to him and let him have it blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you're talking about achy breaky heart but Anyway, and but some part of the verse he, he's rapping about Molly twerking, <laughs> and it's it's just real bizarre. <laughs> yeah. For him to refer to that song like that, just like there's been many people who come to me over the years, and I just it's never the right All time right, to so let it that starts one go. Out, and how they, this they, shit happened is what Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> says. <laughs> And Buck Twenty Two says, "Let me tell you, BRC." <laughs> I had never heard of this before. Oh my god! It happened because I happened to meet up with Billy Cyrus. It happened because I rang the alarm and broke the silence. <laughs> it happened because yeah. I'm sipping on that good Kentucky whiskey. It happened because I'd rather be lucky than good. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, but uh, 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 yeah, he broke a rap uh, schemer. And then Billy Ray Cyrus, it, it's the hook. Don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I just don't think you'd understand. And if you tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. He might, Joe, he might blow up and kill this man. And then Buck 22 comes, like, I gotta give Buck 22 (laughs) a lot of credit here, because he added a lot to this song that I never thought was possible before. (laughs) What is what is, so it's weird, because the whole time, like, they're in the spaceship, and Billy Ray's behind him with a guitar, what is the line that he says about? Okay, he has a line that he wrote about Molly. In yeah, song. you're right. Uh, uh, Buck twenty two is the one that says it, not Billy Ray, which is good. Um, I've been next yeah, to BRC right. up on TMZ. Got everybody wondering who I am. Miley keeps twerking. Daddy's song is working. No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, poetry. And now Billy sing that crazy hook again, and it goes back in achy breaky heart. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Now Miley keeps Good working, stuff. but Daddy's song uh, is working. Daddy's <laughs> uh, songs are working. Can't it, are we gonna come up with the uh, episode title? Because I really <laughs> I mean, want to call this episode it, "Daddy Songs Working." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Songs with yeah. the U.S. <clears throat> but uh, <clears throat> but anyway, my friend, I think Me that's too. the uh, that's the perfect way to end this episode. So you can go check out. Uh, it's What's it called? Is it called Achy Breaky two, Heart actually. Part Two? Yeah. <laughs> By uh, oh, Achy Breaky Part Two. He wouldn't give him. He wouldn't give him. Yeah. Give him the rights to the title, I guess. Uh, anyway, if you watched, uh, you should take the time to watch the little documentary before it or whatever. He's real proud. What I took away is he's delusional <laughs> and he's real proud well, of like, Breaky uh, Heart. I was going to say that that's exactly what I'm going to do after this because I have no life. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs>
All right, man. But uh, well, it's been good. All right. Well, it's been good to catch yeah. up with you as always, man. So that's episode, episode two, two three, depending Daddy's on songs if, are working. Uh, if you judge it based off of six beers deep, if we got Jake coming back. That's true. Is that your foot door? But, uh, all right, we hadn't come up with a catchphrase yet. You let me do it last um, time, and I feel like I butchered it, so it's your turn. Uh, this is natural. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, we'll have a new catchphrase yeah. next time. I promise you, it's not a good one. Uh, that worked. We yeah. try to come up with a uh, a better catchphrase. Okay. All right. I love it. Outdo ourselves.